You're listening to episode 41 of Burning Brightly, How a Busy Mom Builds a Business. This is Burning Brightly, a podcast for Christian moms who are feeling called to build a business and share their light with the world. I'm Bonnie Wiscom, a life coach, mom, and entrepreneur, and I'm honored to be your guide as you face this business building adventure full of highs, lows, and everything in between. This is where we help each other find the courage to shine. Hey there, welcome back to Burning Brightly. Today we're going to talk about how busy moms build businesses because I know that many of us see other people living their lives and think, how does she do that? Or where does she find time for that? Or how can I get more of that in my life? So that's what we're going to dive into today. When I tell people that I own multiple businesses, homeschool, and care for 10 kids, nine now that my oldest is gone, they always only ask me one question. How do you do it all? I don't know how many people actually want to know the truth to that question, the answer to it, or if that's just what everybody asks. But inevitably, that's what comes out. How do you do it all? And of course, the answer is I don't do, quote unquote, it all, whatever it all means. But I think each of us has this vision in our mind of what accomplishing things looks like, of what being productive looks like, of what a good, well-lived life looks like. And we think that everyone around us is doing, quote unquote, it all. And we're the ones that are failing. We look at Instagram and it's like, oh, so-and-so's got the perfect house. And so-and-so's got the perfect marriage. And so-and-so's got the perfect vacations. And so-and-so's got the perfect business. Everyone's doing it all. (laughs) What we're not seeing, of course, is what everyone else is not doing in order to fit in the things that look perfect. So the bad news that I have for you today is that the hours, the energy, and the brain power accessible to us in any given day is finite. It does not last forever. There's only so much we can cram into a day. The good news is that those hours, that energy, and that brain power that I have can be used however I want. Really, however I want. You know how I know this is true? Because some days I use it however I want. Most days, I think that I'm doing things that I should do instead of the things I want to do, but that's not really true either. I don't really want to sit around and watch Netflix all day long every single day. I don't really want to just eat chocolate all day every single day. I want balance in my life. So let's take a look at our choices for a second. We can use our hours and our energy on TV, on folding clothes, on cleaning our toilets, on creating marketing copy for our business, on going out to lunch with friends, on loading the dishwasher, on reading good books or scripture. Now, none of these actions, I would argue, are inherently bad or good. But it's the collection of our actions in a single day that creates a certain kind of life. You take this collection of actions and you do them over and over and over and over, and you create a specific kind of life. Your current actions that you're doing today and tomorrow and the next day are creating the life that you currently have. If you want a different life, you create a collection of different actions. Think for a second about a drug addict whose life is falling apart. He has a collection of actions he does every single day, scrapping together some money, finding a dealer, buying the drugs, doing the drugs, not going to work, right? He has this collection of actions and it's created this life that to most of us looks kind of like a hot mess. Now, maybe Susie down the street has created a collection of actions that to you looks like the perfect life. But of course you don't see everything. You only see everything within your own life. You see the actions you say yes to, you see the actions you say no to. The question is, are your current actions creating the life you really want? 
In other words, are you actively choosing the life of your dreams or are you just doing whatever feels good or whatever you think you should? So I would argue that most of us listening to this podcast are not wasting our days doing all the things that feel good to us. We're probably not binging on TV and social media all day long. We're probably not eating whatever the heck we want. We're probably not lounging around in bed as long as we want. But I think many of us waste our life doing all the things that we should do and don't make space for the things that we really want. And I'm not talking about the chocolate and the Netflix. I'm talking about building the business of our dreams. Okay, so first I want to illustrate this concept by telling you all the things I do not do in my life. I do not fold anyone's laundry in my family except for my own and really only a few pieces because I hang up most of my stuff. I don't meet with my friends and go out with them very often. I don't clean my bathrooms. I do not schedule or take my kids to play dates. I also don't do most of the homeschooling that happens at our house. Now I'm sure you have lots of judgment about these things that I don't do. That's great. I probably would have had judgment for myself 10 years ago too. But instead, these are the things that I've chosen to eliminate or delegate so that I can do other things. And here's a list of the things that I do make time for. I coach other women who are building businesses. I play card games with my kids. I'm currently working on writing a book. I exercise at least three times a week, sometimes up to six. I make dinner from scratch most nights and I read lots of books. My current yearly goal is to read about 50. The reason I'm telling you all this is so you know I have been very intentional about what I want my life to look like and what I don't. The things in the list of what I don't do are those that do not matter to me as much as the ones that do, or I've been able to outsource them to someone else so that I can fill my life more with the collection of actions that is building the dream life I want. Make sense? And the great news is you can do this too. I see way too many moms falling into the victim mentality of all the things that they have to do. I have to clean this and I have to do this and I have to take so-and-so here and I have to make dinner and I have, that is all garbage. Step into your power of choosing what you're doing with your life. You have to feed your kids because you want to feed your kids. You do not want to be the mom that doesn't feed her kids. You, quote unquote, have to take your kid to soccer because you've chosen to be the mom who puts her kids in extracurriculars that make them more well-rounded. You don't have to, you chose to. So I think it's so powerful for us to step into that place of owning our choices. It is all optional. And at any time in your life, you can swap out something you dislike for something better. Anytime. In fact, I challenge you to do this this week. When you have something you should be doing or you feel like is an obligation that you don't like to do, skip it. See what happens. Probably nothing. <laughs> now, the point of all this is not to motivate you to just go do whatever the heck you feel like. The point is to really own up to the fact that we choose our actions every single day. The key being, are your actions in alignment with your values? So again, I'm not trying to shame anyone who fills their day with laundry and loading the dishwasher and taking their kids to extracurriculars. If those are in alignment with your values, awesome. You are living the life of your dreams. If they're not, then we got to take a look at them. All right. So if you are a mom who wants to build a business around an already busy schedule and you're thinking there is no way, I have four keys for you today that will guarantee you will make space in your life to build a business. Ready? Number one, schedule your work time and honor it. It doesn't have to be daily, but it does have to be weekly, and I highly recommend the same days and the same times every week. Number two, communicate this work time to your family and demand respect for it. Number three, invest in childcare and household help. Number four, 
constantly scan your life to see if your actions are in alignment with your values. So let's take a look at each of these in detail. Number one, schedule your work time. It is so easy for us moms to just say, I'll just fit it in wherever I can. We're so good at multitasking. We're so good at answering the phone and scheduling an appointment while changing a dirty diaper and telling a kid to go load the dishwasher. For so many years, I just worked during naps and when my kids were in bed. Maybe your plan is to just do it when kids are in school. But surprise, surprise, kids are unpredictable. They skip naps. They're sick and stay home from school. We have to make a plan even if the crap hits the fan. So I personally saw a direct correlation between scheduling and honoring consistent work hours and success in my business. So you schedule and honor your work time and your business thrives all the time. That's just how it works. You cannot be a successful mom and a business owner at the same time. And when I say at the same time, I mean in the same hour. <laughs> I personally consider myself a successful business owner and a pretty successful mom at the same time, but I'm not doing the tasks for both in the same hour is what I mean. Pick one role for each hour of the day. So between 1 and 4 p.m., I am not a great mom. I am a business owner. So that means I have childcare or I'm someplace where my kids can't bother me. I have to choose one or else I'm terrible at both of them. Now, for me personally, my family always comes first unless I'm working and then work comes first. So barring emergencies, and by emergency, I'm not talking like mom opened my graham cracker package. I'm talking life, death, illness. If my baby is sick and needs me, then I'll take a day off. I honor that. But barring those emergencies, when it's work time, I'm working. Okay, number two, communicate these work hours and your commitment to them to your family. If you respect your work time, but no one else does, good luck because they're just going to continually interrupt you and need things from you until you go crazy. I always recommend starting with your husband. Tell him about your dreams, tell him about your goals, and then ask him to please honor your request and help out with the kids during work hours if he's home. If not, maybe he can help you catch up if something happens during the day or if you choose to work in the evenings when he's home. Now, once you express your request to your husband to get more help around the house, he may or may not comply. He might decide to comply and then complain about it. Guess what? It doesn't matter. You do not need a supportive husband to build a successful business, but it does help. So if you can get your husband on board and get him helping out more, fantastic. But please do not use a husband who is not supportive as an excuse to not build your own dream. In my experience, I've seen a lot of husbands get on board once they see how hard their wives are working and how much they want it. But again, don't use an unsupportive spouse as an excuse for you to shelve your dreams. Now, I personally usually work in my home office, but ki my kids are always home because they're homeschooled and I have a lot of little ones. Then those little ones, unfortunately, do not respect or even know how to read a do not disturb sign. So when I have work to do and interruptions are happening or things aren't working out, then I leave the house or that's when I get my babysitter. We'll talk more about this in a second. One of the best things I did for myself recently was invest in a co-working space. So they are offices you can find in many large cities where entrepreneurs or those who work from home can come and work in the office space. It's quiet, it's beautiful, it's clean. There are no little people banging on the door and asking you to help them wipe their bum. You can also go work at a friend or a family member's quiet house. Do you have a grandma who has a quiet home? Do you have a friend who doesn't have kids at home? You can even go work at the library. I did this for a long, long time. You can get little study carousels. You can just work out in the open. It's quiet, so nice. 
For me personally, a co-working space was the right decision recently because I found it so amazing to rub shoulders with other entrepreneurs and to network in that way. So that is an added bonus of the co-working space. Now, when you do have emergencies come up, a kid gets sick, then what? Well, not too long ago, I had an example of this myself. I have a daughter who has regular seizures and I had to spend the day in the emergency room with this daughter who had an epileptic seizure unexpectedly. Not only did I miss my regular working hours, but I actually missed a coaching call I had scheduled for a contract position that I do. And that was embarrassing and frustrating, but obviously my daughter's health came first. And luckily, of course, the people that were on the call were understanding. When you are a working parent, these things happen. So what is your plan for catching up? Are you able to shift back into work mode later that night when the kids are in bed or maybe later that week? Could you take a day away from parenting later on that month to catch up on the things that you missed? Have a plan to make up for that time. A really important thing to note here is when you are the only one in your business and you're the only one keeping yourself accountable, or even when you're the boss of a couple of employees, you are still the one who gets to decide when and where you work. Don't cheat yourself by saying, well, I'll just do it later. Well, I'll just work on that another time. There are so many days where I sit down and I look at my plan for the week and I think, I don't want to do any of that. (laughs) I just want to sit around and watch a movie with my kids. But I'm the only one pushing this business forward. I'm the one in charge. I have to honor my commitments to myself. Now, kids learn and adapt quickly, which is so wonderful. But if you are not consistent with your work time and schedule, then they will not be either. Be consistent with yourself and they will learn quickly. All right, so we talked about scheduling regular work time. We talked about communicating this to our family. Number three is investing in help. So many women I see hesitate to do this. They don't think they're worth it or they don't have the extra money or whatever. This requires some sacrifice, especially before your business is making money. But you will need help if your business is ever going to make money. You have to outsource some things. One way to find out where to start with this is to start keeping a time log to determine where you're spending lots of time, especially on things that don't matter as much or don't need to be done by you. So like grocery shopping actually matters quite a bit, but it doesn't really need to be done by me. I actually don't have to go to the grocery store and find my groceries. I can have the grocery delivery guy do that. Figure out what is taking up a lot of time and then figure out how to outsource it. I personally, for the last few years, have had a nanny slash helper who kind of watches my kids. They're pretty independent, but also does laundry, organizes closets, changes sheets, takes kids places, does any of those things that I don't have time to or I choose not to in order to work on my business. And this ensures that no matter how busy my crazy life gets, I always have time and space for my business because those other things are getting taken care of. It also coincidentally ensures that the things that I hate doing or that are my weaknesses, i.e. laundry, actually get done and life continues to run smoothly even when I'm not doing it all. Now, if income is a real problem and you don't have extra money to put towards outsourcing these things, you can just get creative and find ways to bring in extra income or cut expenses to make this happen. Maybe you could rent one of your cars on Turo or rent out a room on Airbnb. You could sell some stuff in your garage or you could tutor or teach online after the kids are in bed. So many different options to bring in a few extra hundred dollars to get the help you need. All right, finally, number four, do regular value checks. This looks like taking a quiet moment every now and again to see if your current actions and how you're spending your time are in keeping with your current priorities. Whether we've noticed it or not, we actually do this all the time. It's how we've become the people we are. It's how we're 
good functional citizens and not drug addicts with lives that are falling apart. Because we're constantly scanning and checking, right? Have you ever had a day where you yelled a lot at your kids and the house was a mess? The next day you probably vowed to yell less and clean more. We're constantly making minute changes to our behavior to live the life that we want. But we have to be extra careful at this as working moms who are building these businesses from scratch. Sunday nights are a really great time to do this, kind of a quiet time to sit down and do a little introspection. Ask yourself things like, how much time did I spend on useless pursuits like TV and social media? How much time did I spend doing things I really want to do, like spending time with my husband or kids? Did I accomplish the things I wanted to in my business? If not, is that okay? Or do I need to adjust my work hours? Now, your business obviously needs a certain amount of time before it becomes profitable. We don't know how many hours that is. Depends on a lot of factors, right? You can do that fast. You can do it slow. You can do it with help or without, but it's still going to take the same amount of time. If you get help, you can work on it more consistently and meet your goals quicker. Now, when you notice that your life is slightly out of alignment or maybe majorly out of alignment with your values, you can make tiny shifts or big ones as needed. The tiny shifts might look like something as simple as taking one of your kids on a walk to connect with them and check in on them. It might look like just carving out some time before everyone wakes up in the morning to read something spiritual, get you more in alignment with God. Big shifts can look like quitting a job or pivoting your business. It can look like hiring help in your business or outside of it, changing your work hours, maybe saying no to a bunch of commitments that have kind of taken your life off track. They tend to be larger decisions. But regardless of whether they're tiny or big, we have to constantly make those adjustments in order to be living the life that we want. Okay, friend, I promise you it does not matter how busy you currently are. You are in control of your life. You have made the decisions that have gotten you here and you will make the decisions that will get you where you are next year and five years from now. If you are feeling called to build a business, it means that God needs you out there serving people outside of your family and you can do it. I am the first person to tell moms to make their family their first priority, but be aware of using your home and kids as an excuse to hide from this call that God is giving you. You can do so much more than you think, especially with his help. You have to be intentional about it and you have to let go of the things that don't matter. I believe in you, my friend. Let's go out there and build the life of our dreams. Are you ready to get started on your dream business? Join Finding Your Side Hustle, my digital course that will guide you through discovering what it is you love and how to turn it into a family-friendly business. Are you ready for one-on-one -on -one support as a mom or entrepreneur? Schedule a free coaching call with me to work on the goals you have for your life, including business success, weight loss, or better relationships. I can't wait to help you make progress on your dreams.